0: From the Mercy One studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Suns Naturescapes, and Blessman International.
1: Welcome in, everyone.
2: John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Captain Radio. 11.50 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online at Radio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are outside of the Mercy One studio for the time being, uh, until everything settles down now, but uh, I am broadcasting still live on the show. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life of the Diocese of Des Moines, coming up here very soon. Three prayers. That you should consider praying with your family or in your marriage during this difficult time. Adam's story coming up here in just a few minutes. Deacon Randy Keel at 715 today, founder of Cardia Counseling. Uh, The title of today's topic is Unplug and Get Anchored. Uh, I I think you know what that means. We're going to talk about having a healthy mindset uh, during these times as well and some healthy choices to be able to make uh, for our mental health uh, during this uh, pandemic. Gene Wells hosts a Straight Talk and a preview of her 10 o'clock show this morning, also at seven forty-five today, Kara's story. So the the husband and wife are going to be both on of the stories. They're just going to be on at different times, top and bottom of the hours. Kara has been married to Adam for almost ten years and a homeschooling mama of four kids. We're going to talk about liturgical living for the Triduum. My wife said to me yesterday, she said, "Make sure you bring home some of Kara's tips." Uh, so we're going to talk about how you can celebrate the Triduum with your family during uh, these kind of strange times uh, where you're not going to be showing up at your parish uh, for Easter, which is very uh, difficult, I know, on some people. Good Friday, Holy Thursday, all of it on down the line. But we got some tips to be able to make this a great triduum for you. Carol will be coming up about 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell will have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. All on this April 7th. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty
3: God god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus in the church pray for us amen amen mark amadeo with your news and
0: sports news and sports with mark amadeo hello sir
4: well good morning john what are you outdoors social distancing today
2: no, I I am not outdoors. No, I'm in my office. Uh, but that's that's where I'm going to be for for a few hours anyway. But yes. Uh, uh, so the family
4: kicked you out after all these. What we're day twenty five of this uh, lockdown that we've uh, started last month. So after twenty five days, the wife said, "Go to your office and just hunker down there for." A Go to your remaining office. Time. Get out
2: of here, will you? Yeah, that's that's where I am. <laughs>
4: I love it. That's awesome. That is awesome. And then one of the best days of the year. It's supposed to be up near 80 degrees. And this the word, remember this word, humidity back
2: in the forecast. Yeah. I, you know what? I, was out, I walked outside today to come <laughs> to my office. I, I thought I was in Florida. It's beautiful out already. Yeah. Yeah. It's very
4: tropical. And we're going to see that today, and then it's going to go away. So, because yeah. cool it comes, it goes away. Just typical March weather.
2: That is what I hear.
4: All right. Well, I'm sure you'll get a few more chapters done today with your your book that you've been uh, locked down on for many months. So I'm sure that's the reason why you've, uh, you've you've chosen to go this route.
2: I'm keeping at it. I'll tell you, I've got three so far.
4: No, I thought so. All right, my friend. Well, let's get right to it this morning. A beautiful day here in Central Iowa right now from the WHO TV channel thirteen weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa who prepares our weather each and every morning and currently at the Mercy one studios we do have some uh, patchy fog cloudy skies 58 degrees south southeast uh, southwest winds rather at 10 miles per hour and today we'll see that clouds and patchy fog give way to partly sunny skies high near uh, in the upper 70s about 78 degrees humidity back in the forecast we'll have west winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day tonight mostly clear overnight low of 48 degrees and then uh, tomorrow a chance of rain windy conditions conditions, a high of 70 for your Wednesday. On Holy Thursday, partly cloudy and windy, a high of 51 degrees. And on Good Friday, partly cloudy skies and a high of 54 degrees. Well, in the news, on this uh, Tuesday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds has ordered another list of businesses to close down. At a press conference yesterday, the governor closed down country clubs and golf course clubhouses and stores that sell tobacco and vaping products. State and privately run campgrounds are to close, along with uh, VFWs and uh, American Legion posts as well as indoor, outdoor roller and ice skating rinks are to close and that all begins this morning at 8 o'clock. In other news, the Iowa Department of Public Health reported an additional three deaths and 78 new coronavirus cases in the state of Iowa on Monday. That brings a total to 25 deaths, 946 positive coronavirus cases in 75 counties here in the state of Iowa. Now the Iowa Department of Public Health reported 680 negative cases on Monday for a total of 10,653 negative coronavirus cases. Uh, 99 Iowans are currently hospitalized, while 284 Iowans have recovered from the virus. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And again, all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely, although there was news from the Iowa High School Athletic Association and the Iowa Girls Union. Uh, they have uh, start dates in place just in case we have uh, been given the go-ahead. Uh, spring practices for uh Track, soccer, golf, tennis, those are all both girls' and boys' sports, could begin practicing by May first, if the uh, uh, if there is a uh, this virus does clear. Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, cloudy skies, some patchy fog in the area, 58 degrees, a south southwest wind at 10 miles per hour. There is a dense fog advisory in southwest Iowa around the Crescent area and northeast Iowa around the Waterloo area. So if you're traveling there, be mindful of that. Today, the patchy fog will give way to sunny skies here in central Iowa. Today's high is 78 degrees, west winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour, and yes, that word humidity is uh, back in our forecast this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your uh, tuesday morning john leonetti show coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic report i'm mark Amadale.
0: iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates Kemen, and mercy medical center Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com.
5: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No accidents to pass along this morning, a pretty smooth drive. Again, just lots of construction happening out there, so uh, just follow posted detour signs and use a little extra caution as you are making your drive this morning if you are out and about. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, John. All right, let's talk about some ways that you can pray this morning uh, during these difficult times with your uh, in your
6: marriage or your family. Uh, prayer number one. Yeah, so the first prayer, it's, it's two prayers, but prayers that unite us to the mass. So the first things I'm thinking about is A morning offering and you can google this and in the morning offering you pray just to have your day uh, all the good things all the bad things everything in your day united to the holy sacrifice of the mass and offered to god with the sacrifice of the mass then the second prayer is a spiritual communion where you say lord i can't receive you in the eucharist but i desire to receive you in my heart and just to ask for christ's presence in our heart and Both of these prayers, you know, I think they're important because we have to remember that public Masses are not being celebrated, but the Mass is being celebrated. And in our diocese across the world, uh, our priests are are offering the sacrifice of the Mass, they're holding us up in prayer, and we can be united to that. And, you know, even if we can't receive uh, Jesus in the Eucharist, we can receive Him, and He is with us in our hearts. Uh, And these prayers, they remind us of that and they draw us into uh, that sacramental life of the church, even though we can't physically be present at the sacrament of the Mass.
2: Yeah, I I love that idea. So uniting ourselves with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass is uh, a a sure way to go there. A morning offering, we do a morning offering version here on uh, this show every morning, uh, two times. And uh, in addition to that, spiritual communion. I think that's perfect.
6: Number two. Yeah, so number two is, and, uh, you know, this is a time where uh, Pope Francis, uh, as the sacraments aren't as accessible to us as they often are, he's really opened the floodgates of God's mercy. And and one of the powerful ways is the special plenary indulgences that, that he's uh, offered at this time. And one of the ways to receive those is by praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet. So there's an indulgence attached when you pr- pray, the Divine Mercy Chaplet for the end of the coronavirus, and then when you pray for the Holy Father's intentions, and then you have a desire to receive the sacrament of confession and the Eucharist as soon as possible, when you have that disposition and when you say those prayers, uh, this is a powerful uh, outpouring of grace in our world, a powerful outpouring of mercy. And the Divine Mercy Chaplet, especially... My family loves it because with little kids, you know, it's quicker than the rosary. So there's a little bit of a better chance that we'll get through the whole thing. Uh, But, yeah, the Divine Mercy Chaplet is such a gift. uh, And this is a perfect time to be praying that. Yeah, we've been trying to pray it at the three o'clock hour each day. uh,
2: And I think you're exactly right on that. Number three.
6: So number three, and this is uh, uh, not necessarily a particular prayer, but uh, a type of prayer, petitionary prayers. You know, we have to, uh, we're physically different, uh, distant from each other, but uh, we need to draw together and we can do that in petitionary prayers. So, uh, you know, praying for those who are ill with the coronavirus, those who the shutdown has hurt economically, praying for medical professionals, and then praying for just the particular needs that we know about, uh, the things that we know people are going through, Uh, those petitionary prayers where we kind of lift each other up to the Lord, uh, those are so important.
2: Yeah, and I'll say, you know, one of the things my family likes to do is attach those petitionary prayers to uh, decades of the rosary or decades of the uh, Divine Mercy Chaplet. So to offer each of those decades up for uh, what it is that, uh, the, or who it is that need our prayers the most right now. Adam Story, Director of Marriage and Family Life for the Diocese of Des Moines. Talk to you soon, brother. Hey, thanks, John. I'd like to also add, friends, a chaplet of faith, which is something that I found the other day. Um, It is you start with the Fatima prayer. And right after the Fatima prayer, then you start on the Our Father beads of the rosary. And you say on the Our Father beads all the way around. So five of them, the Apostles' Creed. And then on the Hail Mary beads, you pray, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, I love you. Save souls. Save the consecrated. Uh, and you just say that the entire way through, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, I love you, save souls, save the consecrated. Uh, it's called the Chaplet of Faith, and uh, already it's done wonders. I can see and understand the grace that our Lord is uh, pushing, pumping through my family's veins during that time uh, for faith during this time. So um, that that is another option out there I want to throw to you. But yes, all three of those prayers uh highly endorsed here during these difficult times. Deacon Randy Keel coming up right after this. We're going to talk about unplugging and getting anchored during these times and how it is that you and I can have a healthier mindset than what we do already. Gene Wells in the second half hour, along with Kara story in the second half hour, some uh, tips for liturgical living for the Triduum at 745 today. Don't go anywhere. John Eddie in the morning here on this Tuesday, April 7th. Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show, roofingankeny.com. I haven't been able to play basketball with Dean for quite some time now, which uh, is difficult on all of us. We love getting together with the guys and just kind of hanging out. And of course, we, uh, we play ball, but uh, before and afterwards, it's always a good time to be able to catch up with them. So, got to do that electronically right now, just like a number of things. Nine six 4494 doesn't mean he's not still doing roofs and residential re roofs all throughout Polk County. 963 30 years in business. 963
3: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515 226 2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
8: The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to CTOIowa.org.
5: Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m. and 94.5 f.m. Uh, we are streaming, and our numbers are up, way up, as you can imagine. Also, downloads of the app are up, way up, as you can imagine. So if you are listening on uh, either of those two avenues there, thank you. We continue to try to support and give you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, pure, 100% Catholic stuff right over here through the airwaves. Thank you. Uh, at, all right. We've gotten the second half hour Kara's story uh, coming up, and she's going to talk about some tips for liturgical living for the Triduum uh, in a social distanced world right now. And Gene Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview of her 10 o'clock show. Let's go to our uh, next guest of the day, founder of Cardia Counseling. Very familiar with our show. We're familiar with him. We're going to talk about unplugging, getting anchored today, Deacon Randy Keel. Hello, Deacon. <laughs>
7: Oh, good morning.
1: Good to be with you, John.
2: Well, unfortunately, I can't unplug right now. Otherwise, there'd be no show. But throughout the day, I can do that. What do you mean by unplugging and getting
1: anchored? You know, like it, we, in a way, we've all gotten unplugged from our normal. We already have gotten unplugged. And that's one of the things I wanted to accentuate. You know, we, I, I loosely use the term unplugged because we f- first think about social media. We think about screen time. And I will accentuate that in a minute, but I wanted to first acknowledge we've all been unplugged from our normal. You realize that our brains, the human brain, has never had to think in the dimensions that we are currently thinking in. It has never been educated, storied, perceived, only imagined at best, but it's never had to think and process in the dimensions that we are going through in every current day these days, never to mankind. It's brand new. I think I could only equate it, parallel, actually parallel it to the fall of man back for Adam and Eve when the world changed in an instant for them and they had no idea what to do from there. That's the sense of unplug that I wanted to bring to us, that we've had a change and it's brand new, really, to our psyche, even though there's been coronaviruses out around for years, but not to this pandemic proportion. So recognizing, gosh, I've, I've got to figure out how to get anchored, re-anchored in what I really realize I've had my normal and my stable in. That's what I mean by unplug and get anchored. We have been unplugged.
2: Change is pretty difficult for a lot of us. Uh, I, I, what do you say to people that say, you know, Randy, I, I, fine, I'm, I'm okay with these you know, 30 days or 45 days that we've kind of had change, but um, I'm not okay with kind of getting used to a new normal. I want to get back to the way things were and get back as quick as possible.
1: Yeah, I'd like to look at that because we, we're, we're not going to get back many things in many ways that we came from, and that is the way life goes. When we're faced with anxiety, see, all of us, when we're faced with anxiety and we are faced with anxiety and we have it and it's not a curse and it's not a sin and it's not about the verse, be anxious for nothing, this is different. This is not that type of anxiety. When we're faced with that, it's, it's important for us to really be able to reflect inward. Wait, how how? Take a personal inventory. How am I doing today? Reflect inside. And I'm going to kind of d- divide it into different camps different camps of opportunity of how our minds work. The first camp would be uh, the camp of, let's go with the first one, the camp of it will never be the same. Now listen to how the camp of it will never be the same. I'm going to call that the camp of depression. I'm going to next address the camp, the camp of what if. Well, what if? The camp of anxiety. I'm going to address the third camp, the camp of abandon all rules, abandon all, sh- that's the camp of anarchy. I'm not being clinical with those words, but just a little edgy to think, okay, I want to lean away from some anxious thoughts. I want to lean away from some depressed thoughts. I want to lean away from some anarchistic thoughts. The reason I bring up anarchistic thoughts is because during this time for me, John, I lived out in Los Angeles during an era of what was known as the Rodney King riots. And during that era, um, our whole local world out there was gravely affected by looting and rioting. And this has kind of stirred some of that flashback dynamic for me, and I have to make sure I lean back away from that and not go to that, quote, camp. But I'm going to bring up two other camps. The camp of what's yet to come in God's doing. That's the camp of hope. And the fifth camp I'm going to bring up is the camp of His providence, and that's the camp of faith. Those are the two faith, the two camp, the two camps that we can be anchored in. Hebrews six nineteen. I love this verse. It's one of my theme verses. Is we have hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters into the inner sanctuary behind our veil. Ah, that is a beautiful what? anchor.
2: Go go a little bit deeper into hope. What what really is hope, and and what does that mean for us right now as a Christian people?
1: I'll, I'll go to I'll go to one of my favorite people of Scripture, and that's Barnabas. He was he, his name even alluded to. He was the son of encouragement, and the way he encouraged was that he brought the hope of Jesus Christ, as he ministered with Paul in proclaiming the kerygma, the gospel as they knew it. They weren't quoting scripture. They were telling the story. Bring stories that uplift that the possibility of a future life with Christ and with one another is good. Living is good. We have a lot of messages in the world around us and that can float into our brain that says, Life isn't good and living isn't good and living isn't worth it and pain isn't worth it. Those are all false. Those are statements of doom. Those are proclamations of anti charygma They are against the gospel of Christ. Hope is the ability to derive into a spiritual nature inside of ourselves to recognize that we are not just flesh and brain and bone. We are spirit. And in that spirit, we have connection, and we are grounded and anchored in the eternal nature of the ultimate kingdom of God, not the temporal world in which we live in. So it's it's a sense of awareness that moves us cognitively, emotionally, and spiritually because we're connected with the divine. I think also, John, about how often I heard um, years ago in some of my former life that you know faith and hope aren't about a religion, they're about a relationship. Hmm. That's partly correct. They are about a relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as the Triune God, King, Priest, and Prophet. Yet He formed a construct of life in in order for us to walk in faith as He walked in faith. Our faith is not simply in Jesus Christ, our faith is in the faith that jesus christ had in his father our salvation isn't simply in jesus christ it is in the faith that jesus christ had in his father
2: one or two things before i let you go deacon um, for a healthier mindset that we can implement into our day or into our week what would you suggest right now
1: i i would suggest make sure that you deal sorry draw back inside into a place of creative we 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 have a gift here a little bit and i'm not talking about the sense of the grief and the loss and the agony which i fully respect and pray for and we're all called to be in sentiment prayer and care for the ailing of what's around us yet in our daily functioning i'd ask us if you sense a sense of boredom or anxiety Draw inside to the creative nature in which God created you. Is that picking up the instrument that you used to play? Is that grabbing a notebook and writing and detailing and chronologizing what you're going through? Is that cleaning out a closet and being creative? Find a sense of creative. I've talked with people in the last few weeks about how much relief that they've received from doing something creative and it's come instinctually. Naturally, they're like, let's put a puzzle together, find a sense of creative, and then the second nature is allow yourself to get outside of yourself. Who who should I contact? I've gotten contacts from many people from my California eras. Just hey, how are the keels doing out there in Idaho? I'm, I it's, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. Or how are you doing in Ohio? No, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. But we're reaching out to one another. It's a time to stretch beyond ourselves. If we go too far deep in ourselves, we get consumed and we implode. If we stretch outside of ourselves, we bring the gift of our life into the life of another. So stretch into the creative nature in which God created you. And number two, he didn't create us just for ourselves. He created us for the sake of the other. Ultimately, that's Jesus Christ. In the meantime, it's our sphere of life around us. Who are they? connect with them even in social isolation use use the gift of being distant to reconnect
2: yeah i i appreciate both of those sentiments and i and i think uh, we would all do well to be able to take one of those two things on uh two would be best but i like that find your inner creative there deacon randy keel would you give us your blessing right now
1: I would. I pray for the creative Almighty Father and your Holy Spirit, Jesus, please come upon our souls of agony, our souls of fear, our souls that contain so much ailment from humanity, and bring us your hope, Lord Jesus, in the solvency of your salvation. We pray this in the blessing of the mighty Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Thank you, Deacon. Have a great rest of the week and a great and happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter
2: to you. Resurrection. Let's live. All right. Let's get after it. Gene Wells hosts a straight talk going to be coming up when we come back as well as Kara's story. Uh, Kara is going to give us some tips to liturgical living during this time. And especially during the Triduum, uh, some good ways to be able to live this out, live the Triduum uh, in a technological world that we're living in right now. Kara's story coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee, in the Morning, here on this Tuesday, April 7. Thanks for being a part of the show. And a big thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. I talked to Bobby yesterday. Bobby's the voice that you hear on Iowa Catholic Radio throughout some of their spots. And in addition, you hear him on a lot of other radio stations as well. They they are everywhere. Golden Rule. Bobby said that uh, he's putting in an air conditioner for my mom today and my mom's friend and a friend of their mom. And he called to thank me for what Iowa Catholic Radio is doing for them, especially during these times as well. I was really heartened by that. Bobby, thank you, brother. I know you're listening. Right now, PhC dot com. That is PhC dot com. Father Andrew, now at today's gospel and reflection.
7: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Reclining at table with his disciples, Jesus was deeply troubled and testified, "Amen, amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me." The disciples looked at one another, at a loss as to whom he meant. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining at Jesus's side. So Simon Peter nodded to him to find out whom he meant. He leaned back against Jesus' chest and said to him, Master, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I hand the morsel after I have dipped it. So he dipped the morsel and took it and handed it to Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot. After Judas took the morsel, Satan entered him. So Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now none of those reclining at table realized why he had said this to him. Some thought that since Judas kept the money bag, Jesus had told him, Buy what we need for the feast, or to give something to the poor. So Judas took the morsel and left at once, and it was night. When he had left, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself he will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little while longer. You will look for me, and as I told the Jews, where I go you cannot come, so now I say it to you. Simon Peter said to him, Master, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going you cannot follow me now, though you will follow later. Peter said to him, Master, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Amen, amen, I say to you, the cock will not crow before you deny me three times. The Gospel of the Lord Between Judas's giving in to temptation and Jesus' prophecy about Peter's threefold denial of him, there seems to be little reason to be hopeful about Jesus accomplishing his mission. Despite the reality of sin, particularly that it's committed by a willful decision on the part of the sinner, it's eclipsed by God's mercy and forgiveness. It's because of this mercy and forgiveness and our willingness to lay down our lives for Jesus that we may eventually enjoy an unparalleled intimacy that's foreshadowed in this passage between him
5: Thank you to Bosin the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
2: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bosin from Bosin the Florist. Our family business has been helping central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bosin. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bosin.com. I tell
9: you,
2: this train is going down Going down. Boy, the weather starts to get nicer. I look around my own landscape, and I think there's some work to do. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for all they're doing for different families all across central Iowa. Honesty and integrity always comes first. 493-1060, again, as the weather warms, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you again. Five sons naturescapes.com. Gene Wells hosts a straight talk and a preview of her show coming up. And in addition to that, we've got Kara's story coming up. So we had uh, her husband, Adam's story on at the beginning of the hour. And uh, we're going to uh, cap it with uh, Kara. She's going to talk about some ways that we can celebrate the Triduum as a family this year in some of these different and difficult times. So Kara will have some unique ways to be able to do just that. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
3: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guiding strength today so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen.
2: Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello,
0: sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy uh, Tuesday to you as we are in the
4: middle of... Or- are approaching the end of Holy Week.
2: Boy, this is kind of the peak beautiful day that we're going to have today, isn't it? Absolutely.
4: Gorgeous outside. And I noticed your guest list. You're going to start out with the husband, Adam, and finish with her, uh, his wife, uh, Kara, at the end of the show. Is that correct? The stories? That
2: is correct. The first time ever. Okay. It's kind of like a Paul Harvey thing.
3: It's, it's the rest of the story.
2: <laughs> exactly. No <laughs> doubt. We hear...
4: We hear from Adam so much, and then all of a sudden, today, is uh, his wife's going to be on the last segment. I can't wait to listen to this. I'm sure, John, you have a few questions for uh, Kara about uh, Adam that we don't hear normally when he's on.
2: Oh, I got a few. Oh, I got a few. Don't you worry.
4: <laughs> uh, Adam might want to be taking cover right now. He may want to uh, get really self-isolated. We've been doing that enough with the self-quarantine. He may want to step it up a notch after this segment.
2: He's going to have to. I told her to put the volume all the way up so hopefully he can hear.
4: <laughs> yeah, sure. Let the kids hear it too, the ones that are up. That'd be perfect. Yeah, that'll that'll go well. That's right. That's right. There you all go. All right, Mike. Now, I know you're at your, I know you're at your office uh, working on a few more chapters today, but you got to get a chance to get outdoors. I mean, it's going to be nearly 80 degrees and that word humidity we
2: haven't used since the uh, late last summer is back in the
4: forecast.
2: Now, I'm going to go for a big run today. Running is still safe. You can do that, right? hmm That's correct. You can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be out there running then. I'm going to take a long run this afternoon.
4: All right, my friend. Well, enjoy as hopefully uh, folks will be able to get out today. I know tomorrow is supposed to uh, rain, so please do that. And right now from the WHO-TV, Channel 13 weather desk, and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines, we have... Uh Cloudy skies, some patchy fog in the area, and 58 degrees with a south-southwest wind at 10 miles per hour. And today in central Iowa, what a beautiful day. The patchy fog will give way to partly sunny skies. Yes, that word humidity back in the forecast. A high today of 78 degrees. We'll have west winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight, low of 48 degrees. Then tomorrow, a chance of rain, windy for your Wednesday, a high of 70 degrees. On Holy Thursday, partly cloudy and windy, a high of 51 degrees as the temperature begins to drop. And on Good Friday, Friday, partly cloudy, with a high of 54 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Tuesday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds has ordered another list of businesses to close down. At a press conference yesterday, the governor closed down Country Club and golf course clubhouses and stores that sell tobacco and vaping products. State and privately run campgrounds are also to close, and VFWs and American Legion posts, as well as indoor and outdoor roller and ice skating rinks, are also to close beginning this morning at 8 o'clock. In other news, the Iowa Department of Public Health reported an additional three deaths and 78 new coronavirus cases in the state of Iowa on Monday. That brings a total to 25 deaths. 946 positive coronavirus cases in 75 Iowa counties. Now, the Iowa Department of Public Health reported 680 negative cases that were tested on Monday for a total of 10,653 negative coronavirus cases. 99 Iowans are currently hospitalized, while 284 Iowans have recovered from the virus. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Cube Quick Print. All high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely, although news out of the Iowa High School Boys Athletic Association and the Girls' Union saying they they if everything holds true and, and school re- begins, they could begin practicing on May 1st for the spring sports that include track, soccer, golf, tennis, and girls, uh, both in girls' and boys' events. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we currently have 58 degrees, uh, cloudy skies there is some patchy fog in the area matter of fact there's a dense fog advisory in southwest iowa around the crescent area and in northeast iowa around the waterloo area visibility around zero in those areas so if you're driving there be mindful of that today the patchy fog will give way to partly sunny skies a high today of 78 degrees we'll have uh, the humidity back in the forecast with west winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your tuesday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy Olson. he has your morning traffic I'm Mark Amadeo.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at IowaCatholicRadio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Still accident free and not a bad drive if you are headed into work this morning. Just again, we do have uh, some construction out there. Uh, Fleur Drive between Watrous and Park Avenue. That's uh, got to reduce lanes, also reduce lanes on the bypass there around Pleasant Hill on Highway 65, as well, with uh, also. Uh, exit ramp and on-ramp closures as well. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now today Saint made a long lasting mark on how we learn and made sure the poor had access to a good education. We celebrate Saint John Baptiste de La Salle today. He could have lived the rather traditional routine life of a parish priest. Instead, a chance encounter led the young priest to build a foundation for Catholic primary school education. John sold all his worldly goods to support a school for boys for boys, poor boys in northern France. The model of education was new. Instead of one-on-one instruction, John brought several boys into a classroom at once for the teaching. To this end, John also founded one of the first teaching colleges to train instructors for his school and the many that followed. Because of these efforts, a religious order known as the Christian Brothers sprung up. Yet even in his success, John did not escape experiencing many trials, heartening and heart-rendering disappointment and defections among his disciples, bitter opposition from the secular schoolmasters who resented his new and fruitful methods, and persistent opposition from the Jansenists of the time whose moral rigidity and pessimism about the human condition John resisted eminently all his life, but they eventually would continue to press. John was canonized in 1900 and named the patron of school teachers in 1950. Despite all of the difficulties, all of the opposition, John is now a saint and he shows us what holiness means through difficult times. We ask Saint John Baptiste de La Salle to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. 30 years, two two four one seven seven six. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Kara Story. Let's go to Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk right now. Hi, Gene. Good morning, John. Morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show?
8: Oh, I have a special guest. It's Bishop Johnson is joining me today. Uh, we had a chance to pre-record yesterday, as his schedule is crazy, as you can imagine. Always um, great conversation about the Eucharist, and he had originally chosen this date of Tuesday of Holy Week uh, to have uh, this conversation. Uh, given the institution of the Eucharist on Thursday, and what, was your, what
2: was your biggest yeah, takeaway?
8: Well, but it's interesting, John, because of COVID nineteen, and we're not able to receive the Eucharist. You know, we talked a lot about you know his faith, his his growth in 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 the love of the Eucharist, and the impact on him as a priest in not having the faithful there to receive the Eucharist, um, it, 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 there are so many takeaways. It's an hour worth of takeaways. I mean, John, he, I love our bishop. He is an amazing man.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, 10 o'clock this morning, friends, 10 o'clock in the evening. Don't miss this show. And if you uh, want, you can podcast it online, iowacatholicradio.com. Straight talk with Gene Wells. Guest today, Bishop Johnson. Don't miss it. Thanks, Gene. Bye. All right. Coming up, Kara's story right after this. We're going to talk about some different ways to celebrate the Triduum right now with your family and your marriage during these times. Uh, And there's a lot of technology out there and technological things and opportunities for us. So Kara's going to give us some of those. I don't think you're going to want to miss this. When I left the house, my wife said, honey, make sure you remember some of those things that Kara says to bring home to us. Certainly will a story right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Netty in the morning right here on this Tuesday, April 7th. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Yes, they take a team of people, teams of people, over to Limpopo, the province there in South Africa, every year. And, and I mean a lot of different teams to be able to make sure and help uh, food-secure communities and just help in general. Little things like even fitting kids with shoes that otherwise wouldn't have them. Digging wells. Uh, get, delivering food, all the things that Blessman International does on a regular basis. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
10: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Tuesday, April 7th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Ken Gross. Father Gross is among our retired priests. Happy birthday. During this Holy Week, you can tune into the Diocesan Facebook page for the live stream of the Easter Tritium. We'll be live streaming Bishop Jones and celebrating Mass on Holy Thursday this week at 5.30 p.m. On Friday, we'll live stream the Good Friday service at 3 p.m. Saturday's Easter Vigil is at 8 p.m. and will be live streamed. And on Sunday, the Easter Sunday Mass celebration will be live streamed at 10.30 a.m. You can find all of these Masses at facebook.com slash dmdiocese. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming mass, and much more. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Here's important information from the Iowa Department of Public Health. COVID-19 is spreading in Iowa. More Iowans will become ill. Most will have only mild or moderate illness. These people may not need to be tested. If you need to see a medical provider, call first. Don't just walk into the clinic. All ill Iowans should stay isolated at home until they don't have a fever for at least three days. Their cough or shortness of breath have improved, and it's been at least seven days since symptoms started. Questions? Call the COVID-19 info line at 211. Furnished by the Iowa Broadcasters Association.
5: Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt.
2: Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right.
7: 515-257-7199.
3: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company. Providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? 5 Suns Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. 5 Suns Naturescapes online at 5 Oh God you might the one,
6: the one
5: carries
6: out
2: Thanks for joining me, friends. I'm in the, the morning right here, and I
5: work at Radio
2: outside of the Mercy One Studio. Here, friends, all of our hosts, our show hosts, are going to be outside of the Mercy One Studio for the time being. Uh, I'm broadcasting live in my office right now, so we'll be uh, we'll be doing this for at least for the time being. But we'll be back in uh, hopefully in no time. All right, it's Tuesday, April seventh. Let's go to our last guest of the day. I'm not going to read that bio, Kara. <laughs>
11: Guess who wrote it, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> I loved it. I laughed hard. I read it to my wife when I uh, when I saw it. So what's going on? How you doing?
8: Good. How are you?
2: I'm doing just fine. So Kara, Kara runs the show for me. She books all the guests and makes sure everything is organized, does a great job with it as well, and I love it. Uh, now she's turning herself into a guest, which I loved. Uh, we need to do this more often, by the way. I think you have a lot to bring to the table because I know you write, you blog, you do a lot of good stuff, especially for um, uh, you know uh, moms out there and, and families, and today's no different. We're going to talk about liturgical living for the Triduum. Uh, in these difficult times, there are some different opportunities that we are given right now to celebrate the Triduum in a brand new way. Let's just start out. What can we do?
11: Yeah, well, obviously there are lots of great resources online, you know, technologically, but I just really think it's important that we bring that into our home, that we don't just allow ourselves to to watch it on TV or online because, you know, it's the same reason why Christ gave us the sacraments. We are physical people. We need to hear, you know, that we're forgiven in reconciliation, taste the sacred host, feel and smell the oil, and we're anointed. And I think so, too, for these next days to come alive in our families and in our hearts, we need to engage our senses, and that can be through the foods that we eat, the rituals that we do, or the prayers that we pray. I mean, you look at when we learn something well, you know, we need to participate in it. We need to to do actions with it. Um, And how much better we learn something that way than by watching someone else do it. And so I think what better place to do that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's more than just sitting in front of a screen. Uh, This triduum is what you're calling people to. So what are some ways you're going to be doing this or how are you going to implement this in your home?
11: Okay. So for Holy Thursday, you know, this is a great feast institution of the Eucharist. And so we, a lot of our feasts in our family, we focus on food. So for supper, we're going to pull out the tablecloth. We're going to base our food, our meal, off of the last supper. The kids are going to get sparkling grape juice. You know, my culinary skills don't allow me to make lamb, but I am going to, um, for dessert, make Rice Krispies treats and form that into a lamb. So I'm going to cheat a little bit. Um, But they're still going to have... You know the the meaning behind it. We're going to read the scriptures from from Mass at the dinner table, and then after dinner, we're going to draw names and wash each other's feet. And then also, you know, Holy Thursday is the institution of the priesthood, and I know the Holy Father usually releases a letter to priests that day. And so we're going to pray for our priests, and we're going to also pray for vocations. You're going all in. All in, John. My, it's and, you just know, Thursday. honestly, that's just Thursday. That's just what are we doing on, <laughs>
2: I, I'm interested, now I, I told you this, my wife said to me, uh, Teresa, when I left, I need to bring home all these suggestions, so i got to write these down when you're done. What, what are we doing on Good Friday?
11: So Good Friday, I do think there are a lot of options, and I don't know if we're going to get through all of these, um, but like you can, first off, we're going to shut the TV off and the radio off all day, right? This is the day that Christ died, and so we're going to set a tone in our home of, of trying to be, you know, with little kids, you can't be quiet, quiet. But we're going to let them know that this day is different. This day, you know, Christ died, and we're going to remember that. It's a little more solemn. Um, mm-hmm. And then we, uh, you know, you can read the Passion together. If your kids are old enough to read, you can split it into parts. We are going to venerate uh, a cross, a crucifix that we have in our home, Um, It's also the day that the Divine Mercy Novena starts, and I know, Adam, and you talked about already, you know, the the plenary indulgence behind that, that the Holy Father's offering. And then, you know, my kids, this is their idea, but they want to pray the Stations of the Cross, and so they've already colored off, we we found some coloring pictures online, they've colored them, we're going to put them up around the house, and my kids have asked that we process to each one, just like in church, and pray the Stations of the Cross, and they're like, can you please print off the music, we want to sing between them. And so, so we're planning to do that as well.
2: There's a lot of good stuff there. My goodness. And uh, Holy Saturday, at Easter Sunday, what are we going to do?
11: Okay, so yeah, they're kind of joined together, but Holy Saturday, we, my, my kids love, their favorite Mass of the whole year is the Easter Vigil, and so we're going to light a fire in our backyard, just like at the Mass, <laughs> and we're going to have individual candles, and we will light it, and we will, you know, sing Christ our light, just like at Mass, and we're going to sing the Exalted together, and then we're going to renew our baptismal promises. Um, Which is something that we do during the Easter Vigil, and then when they wake up, we'll probably watch the Easter Vigil Mass that night too, so they can hear some of the readings of salvation history. But when they wake up on Easter morning, that's when I decorate the house. The house will be decorated; it's kind of like a surprise for them. And I don't have a ton of Easter decorations, but I use a lot of fresh flowers and Alleluia signs. Right, and then we'll head to the backyard. And I know this sounds kind of funny, but we're going to start digging, and that is because on on Ash Wednesday. We buried the Alleluia, right? So we don't say Alleluia during lunch. My kids call it the A word. And so we buried it to show signify that, you know, it's it's dead. And then Easter Sunday we will dig it up and then they will process around their backyard with bells and singing Jesus Christ has risen today and Alleluia, and we'll probably wake up all the neighbors and all of that. But but that's what they're gonna do.
2: I just got a text that said that Kara should have her own show. <laughs> You're good. Oh, sure you need I- to come on every month with me, all right? We need to figure out something. We'll uh, there are so many different suggestions here that you are bringing to the table. I love it. If I got to a third of these, I'd, I'd feel holy. Uh, this is good stuff. And I'm going to write some of these down and, and try to. It, it, Try to copy some of these, and friends, you can get creative uh, too. You know, there there are so many different opportunities and options. This triduum, uh, again, not just sitting in front of uh, a screen for for you know the next three days, but to be able to take these into your home, smell the flowers on Easter Sunday. I think we're going to get through this. Christ will rise. Kara Story, thank you for coming on, Kara. Do you have a blog or somewhere we can point people to?
11: I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Okay.
2: Good. Hey, I love it. Kara Story, everyone. Talk to you soon, Kara.
11: Okay,
2: bye-bye. Good stuff this morning, friends. Yes, take some of those suggestions uh, into your home. I especially like the lamb rice crispy treats. I think my kids would really enjoy that. That puts the show in the books today, friends. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back on live outside of the Mercy One studio tomorrow, and for the time being, till things get back to the new normal here on this Tuesday, April 7th. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
3: Oh, God, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people Keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
2: Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
9: one desire just to know you Just